Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I want to talk with you about your next steps after you create an author media kit. Okay, so I want you to research, research, connect, then contact. Okay, so now I'm on the contact phase. If you have not listened to why we need the author media kit, then I would love it if you would go down a couple of episodes before for this one and pick up on that conversation because I really believe that this is a very valuable conversation that all of us should have, especially when we are about to embark on tours, speaking engagements, uh, contacting bookstores, emailing for blog posts, just really consider it I mean seriously like a high priority that we need to go ahead and craft at our next free time loop (laughs) funny how I say free time well this is what has happened to me so yesterday I actually had a little bit of me time which meant I got to go on Amazon Prime and watch an old Stephen King movie that I somehow missed about a werewolf lovely absolutely loved it um, so I watched Silver Bullet while Silver Bullet was playing. I was watching, I was working on my social media goals for the day, and I was crafting the media kit. Now, I used Canva, so you guys know that that's the pretty much the platform that I do everything on. And as I had said in some earlier episodes. I had purchased it, but then I was like, well, I don't need the team contribution piece. I don't need all that. Well, then I ended up needing it (laughs) uh, for freelance writing work. So I decided to go ahead and spend my money wisely uh, from the contract and just go ahead and purchase it. So I want to tell you what I did, though, what template I used. I don't know the exact name of the template, but I can tell you that for the bio, I went straight to the media kit I thought of it as a bio I went to the resume template and I just scrolled through the bunches of the resume templates and because my picture is angled weird I thought it was yesterday after I looked at it didn't realize it before I'm kind of sitting to an angle and I'm looking a certain way I just went and I found a template that had it to where my picture could be on the left hand side just because it looked better because the first one I put, it was like on the right-hand side, and it was almost like, why am I looking off the page? If I'm on the left, I kind of looking more at the person. So then I'm like, okay, I need a frame that's on the left. And so I was a little lazy, maybe, because I could have built my own page. I could have built my own frames. But I went with the template, and I found one with the left, and I stuck with it. And then I just started creating new pages. And I chose a black background, because this is not for printing purposes. 
Now, my husband was like, no, 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 you need all white. It needs to be crisp. And I said, fine, you know, that's great. And I understand he's in the big corporate world. And maybe I'll go back in and I'll change that if I'm having to print anything. Because, of course, black's not going to look good. But with me sending it out as a PDF file, this isn't for anyone to print. This is for someone to view on a computer or on their phone or for it to be on my website. So that's my purpose for it. But you will not believe how easy it is for me to go back into Canva and go up to File and hit Copy. And once I copy it, I rename it. And then I can name it Print Version of Author Media Kit. And then I can go in and um, craft it like a resume. Because I have learned that resumes are not supposed to be anything but black and white. Now, I'm going to a resume training on Thursday afternoon. So, this could be very helpful for us. And um, if I learn anything of value, I might make um, a podcast just on that training that I've had. Um, so, that reminds me of why I can't take that day. Because I have that right after... Oh, man. Okay, see? I'm talking out loud. Okay, calendar, Jennifer. Calendar. So... My next steps, what am I going to do? You know, I created it. It ended up being a, like a nine-page document or a 12-page document, something around those lines. The one thing that I did not do, I have not had an opportunity to share out the cover of Sweet Potato Jones with the world yet. The cover reveal is not going to be until July. That's based on my publishing contract's timeline. So... I did a construction zone coming soon, Sweet Potato, but I was able to put up the cover of the cookbook for Sweet Potato Jones. So for each page, I had something different. I had my Etsy shop up there for my Bible verse necklaces. I have my business up there because my business also um, contains author services, not just the freelance writing services for the educational guidebooks, but author coaching. So. I put that on there and Monarch Educational Services is my business and people will see that and say, okay, she's, you know, an entrepreneur, she's a this, she's a that. So, you know, I, I figured put it on there. At first, my husband was like, no, I only put something that's related to your books. But then I was like, well, no, because I have been working with um, I worked with two dissertation learners extensively last year and saw them to graduation. And now I'm working with another dissertation um, component right now. I'm on a committee now helping another learner. So I'm like, no, that is a part of what I'm doing. I am, you know, a content expert. I am editing and revising dissertations and things. So I put it all up there. Um, and so maybe that's why my bio looks long. But my first sheet is based on an image I found on Pinterest. I added it up there, by the way. Um, and I was looking at different articles on what to include in the bios. The one thing that I did not include were a it's a review sheet of what are people saying about Sweet Potato Jones. So that's going to come later. So I told my friend who brought that to my attention yesterday that would be something we could add later. She told me, you know, she was the one that pointed it out. In the future, make sure you think of a review sheet. And I thought that that was brilliant. So I told her, if I don't put in a placeholder for that page later in the world, I am going to forget. So 
what I'm going to do is I'm going to separate that one. I'm going to make a copy of the original because I don't want to make a mistake and send out a version that has placeholders in it. Another thing that I forgot to do. Okay, so this was not on something that I saw. It was just something that came to me. And I want you guys to consider doing it too. Like, are you scheduling for 2019? And what came about that was that I was already um, created something on Canva really quick. I jumped off of what I was doing with the media kit. I knew that I needed to fill up my author interview calendar for May. That was on my to-do list for this weekend. So I went ahead and crafted up my, you know, are you interested in being on the Jen Lowry Writes podcast as an author or an illustrator, creative artist? You know, I make my image up so that way I can put it up on all of my sites. So I did that yesterday. Well, then I was like, wait a minute, what if somebody would like me to be at a speaking engagement? Maybe they're planning something. What could I offer them? And so I made up a sheet that goes right after the bio. And it said, you know, these are some areas that I could come and help support you. And like, you know, small group classes, creative writing, you know, women's conferences, um, if it's church related. And, you know, I was listing all of these things. Um, Another thing that I added that no one else I have seen. So maybe I'm rogue. I just felt like it was necessary. I thanked my sponsor sheet. So that way... um, if somebody in the future got a chance to see, you know, my author kit and they actually work for those companies or they buy or shop from those companies, um, they would know that they had helped support me. And if they've not heard of those companies before, then that can help my sponsors. So I decided to make a sponsor sheet. So I put Brandless and Warby Parker on there and Anchor on there. Um, as uh, current sponsors that, you know, that I'm now working with. So I added that. So that's something completely separate. Um, You may not think maybe you need that, but I did. And on that sponsor sheet, I wrote, you know, if you would support or um, continue to pray because these are my ministry goals that um, I'm reaching for for full-time ministry in the future. But I'm not able to do that without strong support and financial uh, donation because I have to have a job. I have to support my children. Um, and I have to have that income each month that is stability, you know, for me and my family. But I did write down my future goals, which if you guys don't know, um, if you haven't listened to that podcast, um, I might do a separate one and let's talk about doing a long-term goal sheet. So after you do all of this work, what do you do with it? I immediately sent it out. So I sent it to my friend to show her as a guide because um, she was the one that pointed me to the, uh, a website. It had good articles on it, Reedsy. I was the one then that said, you know, when I finish mine, I know I'm going to give give it back to her, let her look at it. So that way, if she wants to create one, you know, she's just not creating something strictly by blank paper she can see a sample not to say mine's perfect um but it's there plus i put it out on my facebook launch group my sparrow group now the sparrows and i um 
are getting ready for my launch in September. And so this is a group of, right now we have 22, 23 including myself, that are on my launch team. And as you guys know, I keep extremely small circles. And so I'm not going to have a launch team of 500 people. <laughs> um, I'm just so introverted and so shy. And building up my courage you know i tell you guys my step process is for myself not just for you i'm challenging myself every day and so this is where what do you do with your author media kit <laughs> once you build it excuse me well you've got to share it out and so this is where the courage comes in so here's what i did i went to my launch team and i took a picture of my first page i didn't want to give them all 12 pages that was just a lot of stuff but it was a bio sheet, the one that looks like the cover resume, the one that the people would see first. And that's either going to be the one that says, oh, okay, cool, I like this. And then they may keep going or they may say no, you know, da 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 whatever. So it's the entry point, just like your first 10 pages of your novel are. So I put the bio sheet up there. It had active links. i got to tell you about that, okay? And um, I put it on up there and I said, guys, I said, you know, this is my first one. Could you, you know, just look over it, tell me what you think. Um, if you could share out um, and come and find me. See if you can find me on social media. Because that's the biggest thing is that can someone find me? I need for them to be able to say, oh, I love that author, Jen Lowry. I really like what she's doing. Let me see what she's up to. I really need for people to be able to type in Jen Lowry and actually see if that presence is there. Because... Who knows? And I'm not the most tech savvy in the world. Just because I'm on my computer and I'm on my platforms and I'm doing Jen Lowry and everything pops up under the sun, that's might be because I'm constantly working under these platforms and that's why, you know, they're showing up. So that was my first kind of task of yesterday for the launch team. Just to kind of go out. If you haven't followed me yet, you know, here's I'm on these Twitter you know, Instagram. I have the Facebook author page. I'm on Pinterest. I'm creating a board right now um, for marketing. So that way, if you ever come across anything for marketing, you you can also pin with me. Um, so I did all of that, and my friend she jumps on text right away and she says, "Well, your links don't work. I need a page that has links on it," and I'm like. Well, they do. They have them. Like, I, I know I did it. This is my mind, right? I'm like, that was one of the reasons why I really liked Canva. Because I can choose, and the images are free. I can choose the Twitter logo, the Facebook, the WordPress, the YouTube. Um, every, every platform that I'm on. I forgot to put Pinterest on there. Which I now need to go back and do. Because I have a huge, in my opinion, a, a huge twi uh, Pinterest following. Okay, so see, now that I'm talking, i got to add that link. Well, at the very bottom of my one-page bio sheet, I added all the icons that I could think of yesterday. And then when you click on those images on Canva, it allows you, there's a link button up there at the top, right? And so I went to all my sites. I made them active so the links work when it's a PDF which is really cool and that's exactly what i wanted i wanted those links to be able to work that way if i sent this to a bookstore if i sent this to a homeschool group 
or wherever you know I was having you know a, a shout out an email to, to send out about myself to try to do a speaking engagement or something like that then I want all of those links active and so in PDF they do but when you turn it to a JPEG duh it does not so then I had to go in and um, send them the access to the Google file that I have it in so that way they could pull it up that way and so um, that solved that problem and I also did a QR code because my librarian she told me she said Jennifer you need a QR code on your sheet so I made a QR code but I had to determine where do I want this QR to go the QR code goes straight to my website because that's where you can then find all of the active links and you can see what's going on and you can subscribe and so I decided that that would only be my QR sender I can't have a QR code for everything that would look ridiculous I think if I have a bunch of barcodes up there so if they could get to the QR if they could use a QR code if they could get to my website then to me that would be the most practical one to use as my house that's my you know that's my house and from there they can find my vacation home you know all right so I sent it out as soon as I put it on Facebook this is what's hilarious about this thing as soon as I sent the bio put it up there for the Sparrow just to look at to give me their initial thoughts about it I saw where I left a whole chunk on the right hand side as the model from the template and it was like I have been adding for six years of adding experience in this community blah 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 and I'm like oh my gosh for real I'm like okay I might not have acting experience, but I do have community theater experience. But I'm telling you right now, that don't mean to go on there. And I'm like, let me back up. Let me get out of this thing. So I deleted it as fast as I could. My face turned red. I went back on Canva and I took off the whole box because it was a pre-filled thing. And why did I not see that? I don't know. So then I was like, okay, what else have I missed here, people? Because the rest of them, though, were all blank pages. And so I said, maybe I should just really comb through this with an editor eye. I decided to put, um, fix a page. I decided to go and look through here. So I went through each page again. At the end of Silver Bullets, you can see my, blank, my brain was split. But I'm not sending it out to public yet. So I do have time because I built it. Um, I sent it out to my Sparrow group my writer friend in an email which I had to send twice because for some reason I don't know what in the world was happening to our emails yesterday and uh, she finally got it um, and now you know I'm gonna sit a couple of days on it before I send it out because the challenge then becomes what do you do with it you have your media kit what is next so it's not time for me to send it out to the newspapers it's just not it's but I will and so what it could do is I could make a list of all of the newspapers and media stations, the local ones, the ones that I was raised around because um, I really want to connect back with my Robinson County area. So I have the Robinsonian, I have um, local radio stations, but it's just too early but because it is that's fine I can go on and I can make a list 
So I have my next step. I have an Excel sheet. It looks like I use Google Sheets, um, but it looks like, or you can transfer it over to Excel, but I use Google Sheets. Um, I'm going to create the news outlets and I'm going to make a list of everything under the sun and I'm not going to look for their contact information. I'm just going to make a list of as many as I can think of and as soon as my cover is revealed, I'm going to send them off because I want to make sure that if they have the blurb about my book or, you know, the summary about my book, they also have the image because they could use the image in the paper. And I love the cover so, so much. I could hug the cover um, for endless amounts of hours. That's how much I love my cover because Belle is represented on there, not just Sweet Potato. Her little sister is on there in my mind with the headphones. Oh, love it, love it, love it. Okay, so um, I, just, I just want to... Um, come up with a plan now of what are my next steps now that I've built the kit who can I send it to so I know that the media is coming but I just can't do those outlets yet but in July I'll have everything built I'll have time now I also have my Bible devotionals okay and I have not marketed them the way that I should so now what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna send the media kit out to churches over the holidays last year, I sent out to churches about my uh, support in um, Christian ministry with life coaching. Um, this time, I'm going to send out an email to all of the same churches. So I already have a database of churches. I also have a database of churches from when I was working on my dissertation. So I already have that with the email links and everything. So you see how once you make databases, and you've got them solid people can change of course but usually the emails or the contact forms don't change so um, sending out the media kit to churches is something that I am planning on doing especially my first my own church I'm gonna start with my own church so RFA is gonna receive it first um, I want you know Pastor Chad and the leadership team and everyone to know you know what I'm up to um, I feel like that's my first send out and then I'm going to send out to the other churches um, talking about my opportunities for you know speaking with the women of the church if they're having an event in the future and they're looking for um, a session breakout leader or if they're looking for a keynote these are ways that I can serve you and here is my um, author media kit so I'm sending that now, my friend, she messaged me, and she was like, um, you know, don't forget to do this with the active links. Make sure they're active. So, to combat that, underneath my signature of emails, let's say they don't want to pull up everything, or they're going to forward, and or they're going to, you know, download it and, and maybe try to take a picture of it, and they lose the links. I'm still going to create a signature at the bottom of my emails that have all of my active links so please create a signature line I have not done this yet and I don't know why I haven't I have a signature line at my school and it tells you know literacy coach academic um, literacy English one 
blah 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 it tells you know the whole school address and everything why i have not done this for my author email i have no clue until yesterday that i thought of it so now that's on my to-do list is to create active links that are underneath my signature page that i don't have to keep typing these things out so please fix that i might have to do a separate one just for that make sure you do a signature line on your gmail account so that way i can remind myself too and remind all of you guys in case y'all aren't um listening to these things in order maybe a title will catch your interest um and it'll remind you something important we should have done a long, long time ago <laughs> see how i think of these things as we go that's why i call this like the author journey this is a quest you know this is the journey and even though i'm not going out to you know to defeat smog or or i'm still on this epic quest <laughs> for authorhood so i have to just be open-minded and just keep generating ideas keep thinking keep stumbling keep picking myself back up and moving forward so think about databases that you could build right now let's say you're not ready to send out the kit so it's not about courage for me per se as it is timing but i could reach out to churches with my devotionals and then i could maybe see if i could start you know networking with some church members some church leaders and letting them know that you know i'm out there in the world i'm local and I would do these speaking engagements locally for free. Um, so that's something that, you know, I need to push forward to. At my previous church, years ago, I used to do Wednesday night Bible study every single week. You know, Sunday morning adult Bible study. I've done youth Bible studies before, but I have felt that my place is with adult Bible studies. I mean, I have led so many years as a support person in a church you know and then when I moved up here and now I'm involved in a huge church and I don't have time to belong to the small group because now I'm homeschooling in the evenings and I cannot give up instructional time I've missed that small group atmosphere though of leading or, or working or you know worshiping with small groups so in the future i know that that's something that my husband and i are going to consider is doing um a blended couple small group but for right now you know no that's not you know on my list but i could still contact churches and do like an occasional drop in you know i couldn't do something like heavy commitment every week during the evening times but i could do you know a come in and and meet with the women or, or meet with groups or things like that so i've got to start getting myself back out there and i know that and i'm a homebody and i can get so comfortable in my pajamas and my comfort zone um saturday proved that to be the case yet again when i had to go to state training and of course i go to the back row sit on the corner um closest to the exit ladies to the bathroom tell me i'm telling you um and i just could feel you know just 
me looking around, just tense a little bit, not knowing what to expect. Um, and then I saw someone from my school, which we didn't even know we were going. Uh, I didn't know she was going. Um, she didn't know I was going. It was wonderful. And I was like, yes, I have found my tribe, me and her. And because you guys know I have a special education background, I love talking with my special education teachers. So um, it was just perfect. It was wonderful. And that just proved to me, Jennifer, you really need to get out more. You really need to, you know, start taking these risks again like you used to. Build yourself back up because it's time. And so the media kit will help me. At least I will be able to package myself and brand myself in a way that can send a clear professional message. And that in itself was worth the time it took for me to create the media kit yesterday, which I will say it took me about four hours to do the whole media kit, plus the podcast framework, plus the um, social media endeavor of sending out for the podcast links, um, communicating back and forth with my friend about my active links and working out problems with tech. So I, I would give it a good four hours for myself is what it took for me to craft the media kit and the podcast framework. I did redo that. Um, I had to make a statement about something that really my husband put a bug in my ear and when that thing starts to itch and it worries me and my holy spirit yesterday i was making the media kit and then i just felt this urging make a copy do your framework do your podcast framework right now because you're gonna ask more people because you may not get someone that's recommended of somebody that you can trust and you don't know them again um make sure that you make it clear that you have not only is this a christian podcast where i talk about jesus i talk about prayer you know i encourage you guys to connect with the holy spirit but we need to make sure that if we ever have a guest on this show and they say something hateful discriminatory they say something that is a stereotype they say something that is going to be harmful to someone you know based on their gender based on their religion based on you know their disability based you know you know the whole the eeo statement okay like i'm like there's no way that i would be able to air that and so i made a statement you know race gender religion disability ethnicity and if it's done, then the it will not be aired, and you will receive an, a written notification and email that it was not aired because it violated the framework that I sent to you from the beginning. Um, and I, and it sounds so negative, but then at the end of that statement, I'm like, this is a show where we uplift people and we encourage others, um, and we share our stories, and that does not include, you know, X, Y, and Z like what I put up there. Um, and so I did work on my framework too. So that four hours was not just for the media kit. It was also building the Jen Lowry Writes podcast framework um, and perfecting that a little bit. And Anchor has changed the way that you connect with people. So I have to now go in and make a completely new YouTube video on how 
to connect with me on the podcast because that old link, I'm going to have to take it down today. Um, Because as soon as I got used to the app, they changed the app. Of course it would be that way, right? Um, And so I now have to show the new way. So that's on my list to do for this week. Because some people are visual learners like myself, and they might, you know, click on the video. I know people were clicking on the video because they would say, I watched the video. And I just think it's good anyway because then they get to see who they're talking to. (laughs) They get to hear me, and they get to get over the fact that I have this really country accent. And a lot of times I cannot hold it back, especially when I get excited about something. Um, I really go into slang mode. Um, So I think that was important. To work on the framework at the same time. So my timing of the four hours um, probably would take you two hours, okay? Especially if you're using a program like Canva. Something that I did is I made sure that I had a cross on every single page. Because I want that person who has received that to understand that my mission is not about myself, but about spreading the love of Jesus with other people through my writing through my speaking, um, through my connecting with others. So every single page had the cross on it. And I put it in the corner. It's not like that that is my logo, but that is my heart on that paper. Um, I'm trying to think of, oh, and why did I put it at the bottom instead of the top? Because by if I put it at the top, that's the first thing they saw. By the time they got to the bottom, they would be thinking of, the last sentences that I wrote before they went to the next page. I want that to be the last thing that they think of before they go to the next page. I want that to be the overall impression that they get. Um, And that sticks in their mind. So that way they know who they're contacting, they know who they're conversing with. Is that somebody that puts, you know, the Lord as the first. And, And that stays with me. So I want you to know why I put it at the bottom right-hand corner of the page because that's where they're going to be reading last. That's the last thing. And so then I want them to say, okay, I see that. I see that. By the end, that's the last thing they see on the page. Um, and hopefully that's what they'll walk away from. This is a Christian author. I'm trying to think of any other tips that I have for you um, while I was doing that. I did have to do a lot of uploading yesterday, uploading images of things that I had already made on Canva and I had downloaded in my images, like my Etsy shop cover, um, my Everyday Mom Challenge banner for YouTube. So a lot of those things that I had already made, I had them on there, but then I had to download them, um, go through and find them and then upload them again. So I will tell you. That you, if you can be more organized than I, than I am about where do you put your pictures and how do you label them and things like that, that would be good for you. <laughs> um, but because I only do the Canva work and I don't really do a lot of other things on my computer except my author world, um, I'm not inundated with bunches of files and things. So, but if you are, you know, be mindful in the future of how to organize your author photos. All right, guys, I'm thinking that that's pretty much it for our next steps and what you should consider when you're going back through 
just do not hold on to that media kit. Start sending it out. That's where the courage comes in. And I'm going to start sending them out this week with an email. And I'm going to share those out with churches first, private schools first. And then I'm going to my homeschool group. I've already contacted my homeschool group one time, but that was when I thought Sweet Potato was coming out in the spring. So I need to contact them again and let them know that my publishing date had changed to September the 10th. But until that time, if they're looking for someone to help um, hold a, a class or a session or come in to do a writing workshop, that I would love to do one of the creative writing workshops. I put, I put that on there as how I could be contacted for what service. So I just really encourage you guys not to hold it and make your database list. Even if the timing is not right, you can't make the list because that's a lot of legwork right there. Coming up with those church lists, coming up with the news list, that's a job, y'all. So I say, you know, tackle that first if you want to. And then have your place, you know, contacted and then what date you contacted them. And then if they email you back, you have to go back onto that database sheet and put what date they emailed you and, you know, what was their response. So you're going to have to have you uh, pretty long headers up there at the top so you can have space in there to move and navigate and write responses. But do not forget to track your dates. That's extremely important. I learned that in my dissertation. Because by me doing that, it let me see if I needed to follow up with somebody after, you know, a week or after two weeks. If they said, you know, get back with me at the beginning of the month. Well, then I wrote that down. I could always go back to that data sheet and not have to go through thousands of emails to see what this one church said that I forgot their name. So I will suggest that you really keep a really good organizational system on your databases. You will thank me for that later. All right, guys, y'all have a blessed one. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.